What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 11 of the Jared Berman Podcast. I'm so excited and happy to be here with you guys today, wherever you are watching or listening to this. We have a great episode planned. We have a lot to get to. So the Minnesota Twins traded Jorge Polanco to the Seattle Mariners in a blockbuster six-player trade. We're going to talk about, actually, I think it's five, five-player trade. We're going to talk about this trade, get my opinions on it. I love, love, love this trade for both sides. And again, we're going to dive into that. Then we have Justin Turner signing with the Toronto Blue Jays. A one-year deal, we'll talk about that. Then we have a lot of other small moves, including Aaron Hicks going to the Angels, Adam Frazier to the Rose, Alex Wood to the A's, and one other one. And then we're going to be looking at the MLB's tastiest uniforms. Uh, I don't even know. It's a random article. It's kind of funny. And then we have the question of the day at the end of the podcast, man. Leave a like, subscribe. Uh, again, I'm so excited. I love doing these podcasts. And um, yeah, if you enjoy, leave us five stars. Leave us a, a like, a subscription. So the full trade details, Jorge Polanco going to Seattle. Then the Minnesota Twins in return getting Justin Topa reliever, Anthony Disclafani starter, Gabriel Gonzalez top prospect for the Seattle Manners now in the Minnesota Twins, and Darren Brown a right-handed pitcher. First of all, let's talk about it from the Mariners' perspective, getting the headline player in Jorge Polanco. I love it. I love it. This is a perfect, perfect fit for Seattle. He's going to slot right in there in that three-hole switch hitter, great hitter. He's been one of the most consistent hitters in the entire league, really, when he's healthy. He has had some injuries over the past two years, but uh, it relatively healthy throughout his entire career in the totality of it. And he's a versatile player, second base, third base. And he's the perfect player. Second base and third base was the Mariners' need. And Jorge Polanco is going to slot right in there. He's going to bat in the top of the order. He's got great bats of ball skills. He's put up great numbers. 120-plus WRC+. plus. Pretty much every single year of his career. Uh, 2019 on, it's been like the exact same numbers every single year. The walk rate has increased. He's just a good-ass player, man. And the Mariners are bringing him in. And it's a perfect fit. They really need this type of... Like, if they didn't do this type of move, getting Jorge Polanco... Like, I, I really don't know what the future for this Mariners team looks like next year. I really am not high on this team, this lineup specifically, if they did not get Jorge Polanco. But the the thump of Jorge Polanco in the middle of the lineup, uh, it just deepens the lineup. And it, I, I think it's a move that, again, needed to be made for Seattle. I love this lineup a lot more with Jorge Polanco. I think, again, he's going to fit so well, so perfectly. And I think we might see one of Jorge Polanco's best years of his career this year in Seattle or over the next two years, which his contract, which, by the way, Got a fit. I think a five-year, $25 million contract for Jorge Polanco. Steal. Shout out to the Twins, man. Great contract. But yeah, they have him for the next two years until he's an unrestricted free agent. He has 31, I think, going into next year. And he's just great. He's just a great, great player. I love it for Seattle. So in return, the Minnesota Twins in this trade are getting Justin Topa. So before actually we talk about the Minnesota Twins, what they got in return, uh, Jorge Polanco, in my opinion, was an expendable player. And I think this is a good trade for Minnesota. Um, considering their infield right now, Royce Lewis, Carlos Correa, Eddie Julian, and then Alex Kirloff at first base. That infield is solidified. Jorge Polanco, an aging player, still got some value. I think this is a very smart move to, to trade. He, again, he was expendable in my opinion. So I like that they're moving on from him. And in return, they're getting Justin Topa, who had an incredible year last year as a reliever. Now, it, it, it is a reliever. He's 32 years old, but he's got some electric stuff. The slider, he's one of those Seattle Mariners. Uh, the slider is crazy. I felt like every single Mariners reliever last year had the craziest slider, but his slider's got some of the craziest horizontal 
break to it I, like in the entire league. It's crazy. The fastball uh, at times in 2022 got up to 98, 99. He still got a lot of velocity he averages around 95 on the fastball. And he was great last year. I think he had a 260 rate, 71 games pitch. He's a dog. And I think he's going to fit very well in the back end of the Twins rotation, which now I'm not going to lie to y'all. It could be one of the best in baseball. Like Johan Duran, you insert Justin Topa in there. You got Caleb Theobar, Griffin Jacks. Uh, you have Stewart, who's really, really good. I'm probably forgetting someone else, but it's a good ass back end of the bullpen. I remember last year in the playoffs, I mean, it really carried them. And that Blue Jays series, it was so, so impressive, that back end of the bullpen. So um, they, they their back end of the bullpen looks really, really good. They also get Anthony Discofani back in this deal. Um, now, I, I don't really know how to feel. I mean, he's he's had some bad years. And in general, it's 2021. He had a great year with the San Francisco Giants and that historic 2021. But... I, he's not a great player. He's just not. But maybe he can eat some innings. They need starters right now. The rotation with Lopez, uh, Joe Ryan, Bailey Ober. Those are the top three guys. Outside of that, nobody's really solidified. So he could eat some innings if he's healthy. He has been injured over the past two years. So, I, I mean, I don't know. He's just kind of a guy thrown into the deal. Again, hopefully he can eat some innings for the Twins. Then they get two back two prospects, Gabriel Gonzalez. I love me some guy. I love Gabriel Gonzalez. I really do. He's got such a clean swing. He's got a lot of pop. Like a, a very, one of the more clean swings, in my opinion, in the entire minor leagues, really. I mean, he's got such a perfect swing. He's got some stuff he needs to fine tune up, but the player and the, the power that projects, like he projects to be a very, very high impact bat in the big league. So I'm excited to see if he can hopefully in a couple of years progress and get better and be a legit part of the Minnesota Twins. And then they also get Darren Brown, kind of a flyer, a 22-year-old. He struggled heavily in college, but the physical traits, 6'3", 180. The fastball looks good. The curveball looks nasty. He pitched actually pretty well in, I think it was rookie or A-ball last year. And he's kind of a flyer. Again, he's 22 years old. I don't expect to see him in the big leagues uh, at his, like if everything goes on track, probably for another four or five years. So that's a, just really a throw in to see maybe he turns out to be something. But um, yeah, I think Minnesota got a, a pretty good package back. I would prefer to get a starter that can actually be contributing considering, again, their their top three is good. But it's I don't I don't know how this rotation is really going to shape up throughout the entirety of the season. But look, man, the Orioles last year really didn't have a lot of guys that were really really good. Um, if they could just get like three, they have three good starters, which the Orioles with Kyle Bradish, uh, Kyle Gibson, I would consider a good starter. Dean Creamer and Tyler Wells as well. Um, those guys kind of filling in. If they could just get that, and then their bullpen, like we saw with the Orioles last year, so dominant, so good. Um, and obviously the lineup was incredible. I mean, we could see something similar in that area, but um, Di Scalfani, hopefully he can contribute. But again, I like this trade. I like this trade for both sides. Again, Polanco was expendable. The Mariners getting the best player in the trade, and I think he's going to be a big part of this lineup, and it was a trade that was needed to happen for Seattle. So I'd love to hear your guys' opinion on this trade. I Again, I really like it. I really like it. I'm excited to see Polanco in a Seattle Mariners uniform. So now let's move on to Justin Turner. Justin Turner signed with the Toronto Blue Jays, a one-year, $13 million contract for the Toronto Blue Jays. And I really, really like it. We're just getting a lot of good moves right now. I love this move for the Blue Jays. Justin Turner is a great player coming off a great year last year with the Boston Red Sox, 800 OPS. He was just a great player, man. I remember um, I, one of my tutor, my tutor, my chemistry tutor, um, like a year or two ago, um, he's a huge baseball fan. He loves the game of baseball. And I mean, he doesn't watch it a ton. He's one of those older guys. He doesn't watch it a ton, but he obviously loves the game. 
but he was watching a Sunday night baseball game, Red Sox Yankees. And the one thing he took away from the game, the one way, well, the one thing is that Justin Turner, that bearded guy is, is actually so good. He puts up great at bats every single time, every single time. He just puts up good at bats against anybody. The mechanics of his swing, the, the way he battles, I feel like he could go against the best pitcher in the entire game. He's going to put up a good solid at bat, Justin Turner. The power was crazy last year and he was just overall one of the better players. I, I think the entire game uh, last year. So, him going to Toronto, I think, is a really good fit. They have a ton of depth now, the Blue Jays, with uh, Turner, Isaiah Kainer-Falefa. You have Kevin Biggio, Davis Schneider, obviously Vladdy and Bobachet in that infield. Um, I might have forgotten someone. I think I said Kevin Biggio. Like, they have a lot of guys in the infield that can really, really play. Obviously, we're going to see if they uh, go out there and re-sign Matt Chapman, potentially go get Cody Bellinger. But um, Justin Turner is just a great player. He's going to insert fourth or fifth in this lineup. And it just fit. He's just a great player, a good guy to have on your team. And I think he just makes you better. He makes you better. And I, I think it's a good move for the Blue Jays. A really, really good move. One year, 13 mil. And I think he's going to contribute, man. He's 39 years old, but I really don't see him falling off. I think he's one of those guys, man. He could play at 41 and he'll be, he's like Nelly Cruz. Like, I, I really think Justin Turner, Nelly Cruz, like, like they're the type of players, like, they're really not going to decline that much as they get older and if anything justin turner you can see like he got better like he was incredible in 2023 so i'm excited to see him in toronto and again i think it's a good fit and a great move by toronto on uh, their front office so so we had some small moves go on we have aaron hicks going to the la angels on a minimum contract yes aaron hicks a league minimum one year seven hundred forty thousand for aaron hicks once renowned New York Yankee, seven years, $70 million contract. And the thing about this, the caveat, which is not really a caveat, but um, Aaron Hicks is still getting paid by the Yankees. So he is getting paid league minimum by the Angels, but he's still getting a lot more money. So shout out to my guy, Aaron Hicks. But um, I'm, I'm still very surprised that he got league minimum considering I'm assuming that there was no other team offering him a higher deal or even if the LA Angels, like I, I, I'm just shocked that, I mean, Aaron Hicks, don't get me wrong. He's falling off. He's not as good as he once was, but like still got some value. And I think there was probably a few teams that were might have been interested uh, to pick him up. But hey, he's on a major league team, he gets a major league contract with the LA Angels, um, hoping that he getting hoping he gets an opportunity to have a consistent day role. But the Angels have a lot of outfielders right now. Mike Trout, Joe Adele, Taylor Ward, Mickey Moniak, and I think that's it. There might be one other, but now you insure, insert Aaron Hicks into that mix. Aaron Hicks getting traded from the Yankees after a dreadful start. One of the worst players in the entire game goes over to Baltimore. Suddenly is him. Suddenly, I mean, his first month or two with Baltimore. Incredible. This guy's this guy's back to prime Aaron Hicks. He did fall off at the end of, uh, at the, end of the season. He, I think he had a few good postseason. I hit a one clutch hit in the postseason, Aaron Hicks. But overall, a pretty good resurgence from Aaron Hicks, all considering. But... Um, he goes to the LA Angels, and I still think Aaron Hicks is solid, but considering his injury history, he's been injured a lot throughout his entire career. He got, he got injured last year as well with the Orioles, I remember. Uh, he got off to the hot start, gets injured, and he wasn't really as good as he once was before that injury. He's got a lot of injuries, and he's just, he's just, I mean, he doesn't put the bat on the ball. He strikes out a lot. He's not the best defender anymore. Now, I'm not trying to say I love Aaron Hicks, and I still think he does walk a lot. There's some positives. He does have some pop when he hits it. Like, when he hits it, man, it can go far. Like, a switch hitter. So you can see the positive was, uh, positives with Aaron Hicks, but I don't really see him doing anything crazy. But again, man, hopefully he can carve himself out a role, potentially an injury. I think he's a good guy to fill in, um, play, hopefully, 
again can kind of resurge his career and um just 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 have a I mean what is Aaron Hicks like 30 now 31 continue to play for the next couple of years and not be one of those guys that drops out at the age of 34 35 continuing to get MLB contracts and being a, a consistent guy so good luck to Aaron Hicks so um Alex Wood another AL West um team the Oakland A's at Alex Wood to a one-year contract, I think it's worth about like five or six million dollars. And the Oakland A's make a game-changing move. I do like this move. I do like this move for Alex Wood. Alex Wood was not good last year. He did suffer some injuries, but at the end of the year, the, the San Francisco Giants actually moved him to the bullpen. So now he's going over to Oakland trying to carve himself out to be a starter once again. And I think it's a good opportunity. You're going into Oakland. You're gonna be Probably you're at this very moment, you're their number three starter. You're going to pitch every fifth day. Let's see what you got. I love watching Alex Wood. So he's got such a fun delivery, funky mechanics. Uh, but when he's right, man, he's tough to hit. He's got a nice sinker, nice change of ground ball pitcher. Um, so I'm excited to see him in Oakland. I am big ballpark. So we'll see how he carves himself out. He's going to eat innings, hopefully, again, if he can stay healthy. Um, and I think, again, it's a good move for Oakland considering they need pitchers. They don't have a lot of starters, though. They actually do have some good young pitchers. J.P. Uh, Sears. Um, they have, what's his name? Joe. Joe Boyle. Joe Boyle looked so good at the end of last year. I'm excited to see what he can do as a starter. Luis Medina, Paul Blackburn. Now they have five starters that you're hopefully. Um, also, they have Ken Waldachuk in there. So we'll see. We'll see how everything works out. Another interesting story, and like uh, not really a development with the the Oakland A's is their back end of the bullpen. Loki could be good. If you haven't heard Mason Miller, I think it was like a month ago they announced uh, the top prospect that looked so electric last year. He's only 25 years old. He underwent, I think it was a shoulder injury or some sort of arm injury last year. He comes back at the end of the year and the A's intend on him being a reliever slash closer um, for the entirety of the 2024 season to, I guess, save his arm and get him fully healthy. Um, they they intend to have him as a starter for the future, but for next year, he's going to be coming out of the bullpen. So you have Mason Miller with his electric stuff, some of the, honestly the best stuff in the entire game. Uh, Ekreg, who looked really good. I think he's another young pitcher. And then also Danny Jimenez, who's been really good, another electric pitcher. So those back three end guys, um, the seventh, eighth, ninth, they look kind of electric. I'm not going to lie to you, but um, I said this about the A's last year. I did. I did. I, I, I'm not saying I thought the A's were going to be a good back end team, a good team. But I, I thought their team would be a lot better. Um, I thought they had the pieces to be not as bad as people thought, but they were definitely as bad as everyone thought. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Again, I'm excited to see Alex Wood get another opportunity to be a starter. So, David Robertson. David Robertson gets a contract with the Texas Rangers, a one-year contract. And this is a very good fit, man. The Texas Rangers need bullpen arms. And they bring in David Robertson, a 39-year-old, very, very consistent. He had a good year last year. Uh, in the first half of the Mets, man, he was like their best player. Like, no lie, man. He looked really, really good. Locking down games, gets traded over to the Marlins. Not as good, but still very, very good and consistent back-end guy that you can trust. And David Robinson is just one of those guys, like, I give him the ball. I trust him. He's going to command the ball. He's got a nice cutter, good curveball. He's going to sequence well, and he's going to mix and match and get people out. Like, like, really, David Robinson has been so good throughout the entirety of his career. And I think having him in the back end of the Rangers bullpen is going to bring a good presence into that bullpen. 
And again, man, their bullpen really doesn't have a lot of guys with, uh, what is it, Jose Leclerc, Josh Spores. Those are really the only two guys you can trust at this very moment. Obviously, bullpen's hard to predict. A guy can easily come out of nowhere. But I like the move. David Robinson, I think he's going to be a valuable asset for the Texas Rangers in 2024. So um, Adam Frazier, Adam Frazier, the Kansas City Royals, pick him up on a one-year, $5 million contract. And man, the Kansas City Royals continue to have a very interesting offseason. And I like the move of picking up Adam Frazier, man. They've already added Seth Lugo, Michael Walker to the rotation. They added Hunter Renfro. I like this team a lot. I like this team a lot. And I think Adam Frazier is, I think, going to play a similar role. I'm not going to say he's going to play the exact same role. But look, man, the Orioles, 81-81, a super young team. Adam Frazier goes over there. I'm not saying he was the reason. He wasn't that valuable. And I wouldn't say he was even really, relatively that good. But I think he's going to play a very similar role to what he was on the Orioles last year. And I think that provides a lot of value for a young team. Uh, Alice, Adam Frazier, a guy who can jump around, play second base, third base, outfield. Um, he's going to be consistent contact hitter. He can come through when you need him. Solid defender. I just think he's a good overall guy to have on your team as a depth guy who, again, can play outfield and infield. Uh, for a young team that I really, really like next year. I do, man. I'm really hoping the Angels, I mean, sorry, the Royals uh, can actually really, like this roster should be a lot better next year. I expect at least 75, uh, potentially, hopefully 80 wins for this team next year. I really think this team, uh, coming off a very tough year, they ended the year off. Uh, last two weeks, man, they were crazy. They were one of the best teams in the game. Um, but I'm, I'm really hoping this team, and I like this move again. I just think Adam Frazier is a good guy to have. I think he makes your team better as a depth guy. Um, not, not as obviously a consistent starter, but, uh, yeah, Adam Frazier, man, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you getting your bag, $5 million. A guy is jumping around, staying consistent, man. He, I mean, 2021 crazy first half. It felt like Adam Frazier was like a legit guy, all-star, but I mean, he completely fell off, but he, look, he, I feel like he really has finding himself in a legit consistent major league role that a lot of teams would be interested in Adam Frazier. So shout out to you, man. Um, so let's move on. All right, man. So we got this article from MLB.com. The tastiest alternate identity for each major, or I'm sorry, minor, well, major league affiliate team and, uh, and every farm system, every farm system for the big leagues, man. Let's get straight into this, man. The minor leagues have some crazy, it, it, this is going to be so cool to look at. So uh, the first one we have in the AO East is the Toronto Blue Jays for the Manchester Chicken Tenders. <laughs> Imagine being a big league player, man. You, you, you've been training your entire life. You're jacked. You're big. I'm a fucking chicken tender. Like, that is crazy. That is actually crazy that a professional athlete is, is a chicken tender. Fucking, a fucking chicken tender. That is actually crazy. Let me look, bro. I mean, I mean, they, they got to have the best chicken tenders out there. The Manchester chicken tenders. That's actually, that's so funny, bro. Look at these jerseys. Oh, man. All right. So the Orioles are the Lumpia. Triple A Norfolk tie is the Lumpia. A spring roll like snack. Lumpia is a staple of Filipino cuisine. Yeah, man, you learn, you more, you learn more. I did not know what a Lumpia was. And uh, a Filipino cuisine, that looks pretty good. Probably is. So uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, the kimchi. Um, now we're just, I, I don't really, the Montgomery biscuits represent food food every time they take the field, but that doesn't mean they can't switch up things for once. Their Kimichi identity, which they debuted in 2021, is a key component of their Korean theme night. Ooh, that kind of goes hard. That's nice, dude. Some of the hats of the logos are so, so cool. The red size, we got the main bean suppas. Bro, suppas? Like, what the what, bro? The Sea Dogs are major players in their alternate food game, as their roster includes red snappers, clam bakes, whoopie pies, and yes, bean suppas. 
bro. I, I th- this is actually this is literally bro. The cider donuts, <laughs> dude. That's crazy. The cider donut. I mean, this is actually funny. This is actually really cool though. Like, like really, really cool. The the soccer net balls, oh, bro. Imagine being on the balls, bro. Like, what, bro? What are these jerseys? They're just the fucking balls. Oh my goodness, man. The AAA Omaha Storm Chasers. All right, now we're just bringing Fortnite names. Dude, and they, they, they debuted it in 2018. They actually did it for Fortnite. Wow. Omaha Storm Chasers. That's a pretty cool. And also Omaha. That's pretty cool, actually. Tiger's got the pepperoni balls. What, why do we have all these balls, man? I, the pepperoni balls? What even is a pepperoni ball? I, I, it would probably be good. Actually, hold on. Identity honors an eerie favor consisting of pizza dough, cheese, and pepper. Dude, that is di- that is so unhealthy, but it's probably one of the best things of all time. The twins, the groupers, dude. That what is that even? It's um logo features a grouper on a bun top of lettuce and tomato. A GLT. I'm gonna be honest. That does not look good. Does not look good. The White Sox. They're the Q's. The single A Canopolis Cannonballers. A lot of a lot of balls. Oh, those unis go hard, bro. I need to rock that hat. That would be so cool, bro. If I'm in the big leagues, I'm in single A vibing, and I'm rocking this hat. Oh my goodness, that is so cool. Uh, the Angels are the California burritos. That, that's kind of cool, bro. These some of these jerseys. Look at those jerseys, bro. Oh my goodness, man. That's sick, bro. I mean, the, I don't like that they have the whole sponsorship open 20. Like, no one cares for open 24 hours, but uh those unis are hard, bro. The, the burritos, like, like those are really, really cool. The honey butter chicken biscuits. Honey butter chicken with those unis. Bro, this is literally something you would make in like NBA 2K or MLB the show. Like this is something you would make in my league type. Like 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 literally like your own creative team. These are the jerseys just messing around and these big leaguers are really rocking it. It's so, so crazy. Bro, the olive burgers. Oh my God. Dude, imagine how the, dude, I, I, who the fuck likes olives? And why are we seeing Joey Chestnut in an olive burnt olive burnt all olives i mean i i do not like olives personally so manners are the nuts the that's so nuts oh man the, the rangers are also the donuts we got two donuts the braves are the pinetto cheese the, the pinetto oh those unis are dude these unis are so cool the marlins are the crabzilla i we're looking at his nice ass um the, that's a crazy i'm thinking bro that is literally the baseball pants he's wearing it's on his ass that that's a little that's a little crazy the mets are the salt potatoes oh see i hate that shit bro T- potatoes are so ass but see i would never rock that i would never rock that the nationals are the plates bro what they're the plates dude they're a fucking wait plates is identity rochester red wings oh they're the red wings but um that's that's a little odd the phillies are the hoagies triple a lay high valley iron pigs a lot of pigs brewers are the brats oh my god dude those are not as though those cannot be their actual fucking jerseys are those their actual no i need to see this bro that actually there's no way that's their real jerseys there's no way i guess we can't even buy the jerseys but there's no way are they rocking those every day the brats that is a crazy uniform that is a that is a high eight. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Cardinals are the cashew chickens. That <laughs> they got the whole Chinese bowl there. Cubs still waiting. Damn, they don't got one. Beach pellet. Our suggestion is for the Myrtle Beach Pelicans to play as the bog balls. 
everything is balls. The Pirates of the Pizza, that goes hard. That goes hard. That is a really, really good decision. The Mint Juleps, oh my, that is awful. The Mint Juleps? Who the hell, wait, that's the Cincinnati Reds, AAA? Oh, okay, they're the Louisville Bats, but Derby City Minty, that, that is not good. I, anything minty, that's just, it doesn't, it doesn't mix well. The D-backs are the calf fries. Double A, Amario, sod poodle, poodles. Sued sod poodles. Calf fries. That's crazy. Jordan Lawler hits a two-run home ride. Let's watch Jordan Lawler hit a quick tank. This might be a little glitchy for y'all. Let's just see him in a quick tank. Oh, oh that's called oppo. Jordan Lawler goes oppo a lot. He goes oppo a lot. I'm excited to see if he can actually put it together next year. Dodgers are the Pinpinos Picantes del Norte. Um, Loons participate in minor leagues baseball, Copa de la Division programs. Um, those are those jerseys are hard. Wow. Oh, and you got the oh, that's nice. That's dude. The Dodgers uniforms are always nice. The Giants are the Los Churros. Oh, the Churros. Oh, those are nice unis. Oh my goodness. Some of these unis are actually so crazy. Who's your Hoosier State Tender Loins? The tender loins. What in the world is that? What the fuck? Um, the official sandwich of dude, Indiana be doing some shit. That's oh, that's the San Diego and they're in Indiana. Okay. Um, the Colorado Rockies Grin Chili Cheeseburgers. That's pretty, that's okay. I mean, those unis still are nice. I mean, I like the green black. That's a pretty good combo. So yeah, that is that is actually pretty interesting to look back at. The, uh, like, look at those. Like that, that is actually crazy. Those are pro athletes rocking tender chicken. Fucking Hoosier ball. There's hella balls. Hella balls. Like, like their name is balls. They got pigs. Like, that's crazy. But um, now we're going to move on to the best part of the podcast, man. If you made it this far, it's the best part of the podcast. Question of the day. Drum up, please. Go, man. Let's get into it. So question of the day today on January 31st, 2024. As you're seeing this. And also, let me actually, before we say the question of the day, we're going to be live tonight, January 31st live streaming oh, i just cracked my thumb live streaming the re-watching a game and i actually haven't made a decision yet on which game i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna be watching but i'd love to hear comment down below what game you want me to watch and tune in on playback tv we just did it for the 1985 classic game six it was a blast i posted some youtube shorts highlights of it um and i'd appreciate if some of you guys can tune in it's really again really really fun and i'd appreciate uh, some of you guys hopping in it's a blast so question of the day today is is Groundhog Day a valid holiday? Is it a valid holiday? Should it be a national holiday? Um, this is a pretty uh, debated topic around the the streets, man. I mean, it's a huge topic. I mean, it's a national. Actually, isn't a national? I I just be saying this a national holiday. I actually have no. Is Groundhog Day? Let me. I'm looking this up right now for y'all. <laughs> not for you. Is Groundhog Day a federal holiday? While it's not a federal holiday, the tradition of eagerly turning, e eagerly tuning in persists as Americans await the annual prediction um, as a groundhog, Phil. Good old Phil, man. I didn't even know his name was Phil, man. Shout out to Phil, man. Dog. But is Groundhog Day valid, man? And a lot of people are, 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 are going to say no. They're going to say no. They're going to be like, Phil doesn't mean shit. This doesn't mean shit. It is the dumbest shit of all time. And I would say you're right, but Groundhog Day is Groundhog Day. It's a special day. It's an annual tradition. You lift the tiger, lift the groundhog up. Is he going to see a shadow? Are we going to have six more weeks of winter? It's a huge, huge thing. It's a great tradition. 
And I think it should never go. And in my opinion, it should be a federal holiday. I think it has huge significance around America. I think it brings us together for being honest with each other. I mean, I wouldn't say us because some of you guys might be watching this from other countries. Uh, it brings America together, really. And I think it, it it really should just bring the whole world together. It should be a, 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 a universal holiday, Groundhog Day. It's really important. I love it, man. I really do love it. And I would be so sad to see it uh, go, really. I mean, a lot of people are like, Groundhog is stupid. No, it's not. It should always be here. And it's just a tradition that it's just it's just Groundhog Day. I love it. I love it so much. So I, I it is valid. It is valid. And we need to see Phil get risen up like the Tiger King. And if he sees his shadow, is he going to go back in his little hut or in his little whatever? I don't even fucking know. I honestly have not watched the Groundhog Day ceremony in so long. I just see, bro, they show that shit in school, man. They show that shit in school in elementary school. So that's really the only time I've ever watched it. But see, like, I don't even know how to watch it. Is it on like Fox or like, it's probably on, actually on Fox. Um, So yeah, man, what's your opinion on Groundhog Day? That's going to wrap up this podcast, man. If you didn't show it, man, this podcast, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of weird. It was, it was just a weird vibe. It was kind of, I, I don't really know. But I would love to hear your guys' opinion on if you did enjoy it. If you did enjoy it. I, obviously, if you're listening to this far, you 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 obviously enjoy something. So leave a like. Leave a five-star rating and review. So, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill out. I'm going to go. Um, and, yeah, we're going to continue to grind, man. The videos are going to continually get better. Continue. This is only episode 11. We're continually going to get better. And, again, if you made it this far, hopefully you enjoyed and have a really, really great day. I really appreciate you so much for tuning in.